Hey folks as you know I love helping people. Especially people trying to help themselves so I was sent this GoFundMe fundraiser from a listener. My name is Greg, and I was homeless due to the death of my spouse and need dental work to become employable as I look horrendous, and my work experience is working with the public. I desperately need dentures or, if lucky, implants. I have never been more humiliated in my life and am thankful someone is willing to help me do this. Please help make me whole again. If you would like to help Greg become whole again and get his life back the link to donate is below, if you are unable to help. Please share the fundraiser link. I truly appreciate you. 22 nurses share their scariest paranormal encounters. There was a black shape standing over the bed, looking down at the patient. I was terrified, I'm sure it was something evil. If there's one place on earth which is guaranteed to be haunted, it's got to be a hospital right? With people shuffling off the mortal coil on a daily basis, hospitals are generally pretty creepy places to visit. But what is it like to work in one? Here are 22 of the most spine-tingling ghost stories shared by nurses from across the United States, which prove you don't just need healing hands to work in a hospital, you also need balls of steel. 1. Don't let them take me. The best I have heard is from a nurse who said that one night she was floated to oncology at the hospital she used to work at. She was given a patient who was passing away and had been unconscious for several days. At one point during the night the nurse went into the room and the patient was at the top of the bed and looked at her and said, don't let them take me, the nurse was freaked out and asked her who was going to take her and she said that black thing up there and pointed up in the air. This patient died within minutes. 2. The black shape standing over the bed. One night I was caring for a dying male patient. He was scared and I spent quite some time with him, trying to calm and reassure him. Eventually he calmed and I left the bedside and went over to the nurse's station which was about 15 feet away. As I sat down I glanced over to him and there was a black shape standing over the bed, looking down at the patient. I was terrified, and I'm sure it was something evil. 3. The Escapee I used to work in a state inst for developmentally disabled. We were temporarily located to another building for remodeling of our building anyways. I was working one night, second shift. We had a locked PICA unit. I saw one of the residents walking down the hall. Very distinct gait and very distinct yellow t-shirt w slash a happy face on it. I went into the ward to let staff know that they had an escapee. This was a serious situation because this particular resident, Larry, would ingest absolutely anything, from clothing to pens to belts to uck a bird's head, literally anything. He was also very reluctant to go back to his home ward, hence why I didn't bring him back myself, he needed two escorts. When we got back into the hall, Less than 15 seconds later, Larry was gone. We searched the entire building. Outside, downstairs, all wards, he was nowhere to be found. This whole search lasted less than 10 minutes because I had all extra staff looking for him. I was just about to call the house supervisor to let her know that we lost someone when out from the bathroom walks Larry with one of the staff. He had been getting his bath in the bathroom for the last 30 minutes or so. Kind of freaky. I absolutely, without a doubt saw Larry in the hallway. I never would have short-staffed the wards like I did if I hadn't seen him. Like I said, very distinctive gait, look, clothing. I took a lot of razzing that night. They all thought that I was crazy. Anyways, come to find out the next day, after the story goes around that I am crazy, ha ha, giggle giggle, funny funny, Larry had an identical twin brother who died in that building 10 years previously. 4. Nurse Betty I was working in the NICU when we had a threat of a tornado. Some nurses got pulled to go to a sister hospital in town to assist in the disaster plan. When all was over one of the nurses returned with this story. 
She was assisting the nurses in giving some meds before pulling all into the hallways. Every PT she went to said they already had their meds from that nice nurse in the white uniform and hat. She realized after she left that it's been a while since a nurse has worn a hat. That story revealed the urban legend of Nurse Betty. Story goes she had an affair with a married MD, became pregnant then agreed to allow him to perform an abortion on her on the second floor of room. She died and he went to jail. She never left the hospital and was seen frequently. The local newspaper would do an article of her every year around Halloween on her sightings. The hospital has since been replaced with college dorms. Hmm I wonder if any students have seen her? 5. He jumped out the window. I heard a story once about a fifth floor neuro unit. This was told to me first person. Nurse was at the desk and a guy in white nursing garb came through the double doors, walked into an empty room, and didn't come back out. Nurse thought it was weird so he went into the room, and it was empty. He went to the double doors and opened them and there were two resp techs talking at the entrance who swore they'd been there talking the whole time and that nobody came through the doors. When one of his co-workers returned from lunch and he explained what happened, she was like, oh, that's just Bob, actually I don't remember the name, so the name were changed to protect my ignorance. He worked here as an LVN years ago and was accused of molesting a child. He was sure he was about to be arrested so he jumped out the window in that room and killed himself. We see him all the time. 6. Rocking Mary After Mary died we closed room 12 in our MICU because just about every patient that has been there since complains of seeing a woman and wearing a white habit rocking back and forth by their bedside. Apparently this nun never makes eye contact. Just stares outside the window which happens to be on the patient left side over their head. The window overlooks the hospital cemetery where nuns that have died were buried. Mary was a nun that died of a car accident outside the hospital back in the 50s. She was only about 30 years old and all patient describes her as a young woman. We all thought that it was the sundown syndrome. Anyways, since then room 12 became our storage room where no one goes in by themselves unless it is absolutely critical. 7. Calling from the grave. We had a patient, chronic CH fare, always on the call button, hated being on fluid restrictions. You know the type, the nurses have to take turns during the shift answering the call button so the primary can actually do other work. And this was a frequent flyer cause he was very chronic, very borderline, and the hospital was the only place he wouldn't fluid overload. I work 7p7a. He died about 8pm, oh the look on his face, like, how could you let me die? Dash like it was our fault. Anyway, family came and gone by 9pm, funeral home gone at 9.30pm, about 10pm, the call button starts going off. I was there, call button going off every 5 minutes. One of the nurses was a very spiritual girl. At about 2 a.m., after like four hours of this, Nurse Mary snaps, enough. She walks down to the room, and, practically screams into the empty room, Mr. X, you have died. You can't be in here bothering us anymore. Move along. In the name of Jesus, I'm exorcising you from this plane of existence. Go to the light and be happy. And I kid you not, the call button stopped going off then and there. 8. Time to die. I don't know if this qualifies as a ghost story but here it is. I was taking care of a 12-year-old with aplastic anemia. A week before she died, every day, at 12.15 p.m. I would get a cold chill across the back of my neck and the hair would stand up. I mention it to the evening nurse, who was convinced she would die at that time. Several days later, her parents decided to cease all treatment. She lapsed into a coma. At 12 noon, she woke, asked me to hold her up, said goodbye to her parents, grandparents and siblings. And die in my arms. It was 12.15 p.m. 9. 
The name on the EKG I was working in ICU before going to CRNA school. We had a male patient come in with an me, he was admitted to room 15. He ended up having a carotid antarterectomy and eventually a cabgin about a week and a half. His cab did not go well at all. He ended up with a coagulopathy and ended up bleeding and bleeding and dying, cardiovascular collapse. Anyway. A week later his brother was admitted to the hospital for an me. He was admitted to room 14. We were able to do bedside EKGs from our monitors. Upon admission to the ICU we did our standard admission EKG, the name on the EKG came up being his dead brother's name, despite the admission information in the computer being accurately entered as the brother's name admitted that night. 10. Heavenly. This isn't really a ghost story, but it definitely gave me chills. I was working in a critical care unit and there was a minister that was a part I can't really remember what was wrong with him but I do remember him saying that we better get his family because he would be going home soon. In the course of the next hour, he was made a DNR. I promise you, after that man died, he had a glow coming from his face and a smile that was so sweet, I have never seen anything like it. Nurses from all over the unit came to see this man's face and everyone that saw it, cried. To this day, I get tears in my eyes thinking of it. I cannot think of any other word to describe it but heavenly. 11. I think I'll go with him. I got called to a code in the hallway. A patient was being transferred from the ER to the floor. She passed away in the hall. According to the tech, they were carrying on a conversation. The lady looked up, said oh, here comes God, I think I will go with him. She passed away right then. 12. Maggie's home. A couple, retired military captain and his wife, Margaret sold their house to move to Florida. It so happens that they sold their house to the state, the state was going to use it as a resident home for mentally disabled teens. After the closing, but before they moved, Margaret died in the house. The captain had to move cause the house was already sold. Do you know where I'm going with this? Residents always referred to old lady that they always saw. Nursing staff just referred to her as Maggie. Now, late at night, when the residents were asleep, if the staff put the TV on more adult programming, like Red Shoe Diaries, etc., the TV would turn off, and when turned back on, would come on on a different channel. There was this one nurse, it was like the house was out to get her. She'd swear that the carpet tripped me. When cupboards opened, knives would fall out aimed at her. Turns out this nurse was eventually fired for abusing and stealing from the residents. Maggie takes care of her children. 13. Betty's back. I work as a CNA in long-term care. We had one resident Betty who was totally independent, all ADLs were done on her own and she did fine on her own, never had an incident. The only time she wanted help was showers and then she only wanted you around to make sure she didn't slip and fall. Betty came down with pneumonia and had to be hospitalized. When she came back she was too weak to do things on her own but too stubborn to ask for help. The last thing the CNA told her before going to bed was if you wanted to get up, hit your call light. I'll come help you. Of course she didn't got rid of the bed alarm, climbed out of bed and fell. Betty died from the fall. No one has been moved into her bed. The following week the call light for the room went off at night. Thinking it was the resident in bed B I walked down the room to see what she wanted. I walked into the room only to see the call light for bed B and day off, the call light for bed C, Betty's unoccupied bed, was on. My eyes filled up with tears, I backed out of the room and made someone else turn the call light off. 14 burning. A friend of mine who is also a nurse used to work in hospice. She told me about a patient that she cared for that was a very mean individual who was hateful to her family as well as the nurses who cared for her. As this woman was dying, she became very afraid and started yelling that she was burning. 
She screamed and wailed about burning right up until she died. 15. The Giant Shadow Man I was walking past the nurse's station on one of our units just before breakfast time and saw this big black figure that was behind a chair raise up from about 3 feet tall to 7 feet almost touching the ceiling and it was coming my way over the counter. I moved my butt on out there quickly. When I shared this story with the folks who had worked 11 to 7 the day before and one of them had seen a big black figure go by and they both heard it make some kind of mournful moan as it went down the ramp to the other unit. I nearly fell over when I found out I wasn't the only one seeing it that day. We both described exactly the same thing with even the same gait. 16. The Scent of Roses I used to work in an old Catholic hospital. Where the labor and delivery unit is located now, it used to be the convent for the nuns that worked at this hospital. One of the nuns died of natural causes years ago. This nun loved and raised numerous varieties of roses. Ever since the OB department was moved to this area, anytime a mother or baby is having difficulties you can smell the scent of roses throughout the whole unit. The OB nurses know to be prepared when they start smelling the scent of roses. If a mother or baby dies, the room suddenly fills with rose petals. It is one of the creepiest, but also loving things that happens. I was standing in a room one night when the baby died. The room filled with white and pink rose petals. The nurses and family were creeped out. 18. She knew her baby would die. A PT told me she knew that her baby would not live even though she had an emergency CS for distress. I asked her how she knew. She had seen a family member in the hallway going to the OR that had recently died and they told her they would take of the baby, not to worry. 19. The Military Hospital When I was a student working on a male medical ward one night with my mate, also a second-year student. The auxiliary and staff nurse both left the ward together for their break leaving us two in charge. The done thing some years ago. Suddenly a man in one of the beds sat bolt upright and said who are all those soldiers? A guy in the bed opposite awoke and commented that he could not see their feet. My pal and I tried to calm them down, telling them it was probably the side effects of their tablets. When the staff returned, we told them the patients had seen something on the ward, but did not say what. The auxiliary then went pale and said it must be their anniversary again. She told us the hospital used to be a military hospital during the war, but the floor was 12 inches lower and every year a troop of ghost soldiers walk down the ward with their feet on the original floor so you never see their boots. Exit 2 Student Nurses 20. There goes that little guy. Growing up, my best friend's dad worked in LTC. He told us about a blind resident who would occasionally become agitated and then say there goes that little guy from out of nowhere. Every time he said that, another resident on the floor would pass away. 21. I see her too. My friend and RT told me she had this room her and another RT would rest during their break late at night. The male RT, Donald, was sitting across a table from her with his head resting on his folded arm leaning on the table and facing the door. The room was pretty dark and my friend Karen was reading when she noticed a mist forming by the door. Before she could react the mist formed into a figure of a nurse or nun-looking person in white with a long shawl over her head. The apparition stood inside the room just looking at Karen and smiling. Karen noticed she ended at the waist, no legs or pelvis was visible. Karen was terrified and in a soft voice she called out to the other RT, Donald? And a little louder she called to wake him again, Donald? Without lifting his head he spoke up I see her too Karen. The ghost faded away after a few moments and both agreed on what they had seen. 22. Don't let me die. My creepiest and scariest ghost story for me happened about a year ago. It really was more of a possession than a ghost story. I was helping another nurse with a patient that had lived a very hard life. It had numerous things going on with him from cardiac to renal failure. You name it. 
he had it going on. This man was very much afraid to die. Every time his heart monitor beeped, he would just go into a rage screaming, don't let me die. Don't let me die. The other nurse and I found out why he didn't want to die. About 0200 his cardiac monitor starts alarming VTOC. We both rush into the room. I am pulling the crash cart behind me. When I get to the room, the other nurse is completely white. This man was sitting about 2 inches above the bed and was laughing. His whole look completely changed. His eyes just had a look of pure evil on them and he had this evil smile on his face. He laughed at us and said, you stupid BS aren't going to let me die will you? And he laughed again. We were kinda frozen. I did reach up and hit the code blue button and when I did the man went into VFib. He crashed back onto the bed. We started coding him, but after 20 minutes it was called. 5 minutes after the code was called several of the code team is in the room cleaning up when this man sits straight up in the bed and says, you let him die. Too bad. And then begins laughing. The man collapsed back to the bed. We heard a horrible, agonizing scream, actually every patient in the unit that night commented on the scream, and then you could hear don't let me die being whispered throughout the unit. Every one of the nurses that night was pale and scared. Nobody went anywhere by themselves. By morning the whispers of don't let me die were gone. The night shift nurses had a prayer service in the break room before we left for home and then we all had nightmares for weeks.